0: You're listening to Infinite Issues! This is Infinite Issues, a podcast where we tend to talk about comics, but not today. Today we will be talking, well, it's just about Marvel in general, so it's often about comics. Today it's about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special for our special holiday episode. I am Henry Krieger-Kirkman, and I am, as always, joined by Finnegan Krieger-Kirkman. Hello, Finn.
1: Hello. What do you think of this special?
0: Well, let's get into that a little later, shall we?
1: What does that mean? I thought that's what we were here to talk about.
0: Okay, fine. You know, I have I have mixed feelings about it. I liked it, but I also thought it was a bit weird.
1: See, I'm the exact opposite. It was the greatest thing I've ever watched in the history of TV.
0: That's not the exact opposite of I liked it, but it's a bit weird. That's just, like, more enthusiastic.
1: I think it was a 0% weird.
0: Great. So, um, this will probably be our last episode of the year, just warning you. And then, hopefully, in, over our Christmas break, we'll read a ton of comics. We'll be so up to talk about all the exciting things that have happened... Uh, Yeah,
1: that's definitely going to happen.
0: I have read some... Will it?
1: No, I'm being sarcastic.
0: I have read some good comics, but just not enough. And I've been reading too slowly, so it's been just like too spread out. I I don't have enough to talk about for a comics episode. But luckily, we have this to talk about instead. And then also, at some point, when uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever comes to Disney+, Plus, we'll talk about that too. So we have some other things in our lineup, but mostly this is comics. But not today. So let's talk about this special. Well, I believe we start off... Oh, we start off, of course, with this animated scene of uh, Peter Quill and Craglin on the Ravager ship, and or a Ravager ship. I don't think there's just one necessarily, but uh, they are.
1: It's the uh, it's the their faction. There's a hundred Ravager factions, and is that the one that they blow up? List. Probably. It's yeah, probably it the one like that's shaped like a gun. That's like their command ship. Mm. And then they have that uh, f- those fleet of ships that attack Ronum.
0: We see that uh, basically Yondu came in and saw about Christmas and he was like, You're, this is soft. You can't, we don't do gifts. We just take what we want up here. Let me see if I can do like a, a Yondu voice.
1: You suck at a Yondu voice.
0: We, we, may have been your father boy, but he wasn't your daddy. No. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. That was my they best one so far. They don't
1: sound like him. May,
0: he may have been your father boy, but he wasn't your daddy.
1: He's different than that. You really gotta work on it.
0: May may have been your father, boy. May may have been your father, boy, but he wasn't your daddy. (laughs) Now it just sounds weird. Uh, okay. Um, do you know you know what I can do really good? Uh, if you've watched Agents of Shield, you know this character. There's a character Enoch, and he has a very distinctive voice. I can do his voice. Listen to this. Philip J. Colson. Philip. Philip J. Colson. Philip J. Colson. That I think that's like the first thing he says in the entire show. Uh when he first shows up. But anyway, I'm really good. I wouldn't with call E-mail that voice.
1: really good, but it's like pretty top notch.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, it's not it's not perfect, but like Philip J. Coulson. Now, the problem is not that I can't do his voice saying other things, it's just I can't think of anything else he would say. Um oh, he does say like
1: He doesn't say anything.
0: Unknown. Things. Unknown. Well you haven't watched the entire show. You've only watched up to season five.
1: Yeah, that's the whole show.
0: <laughs> yeah, well they cancel if you don't know, Agents of Shield was a show that was really good. Uh, but then they can't, well, they thought it was gonna get cancelled, they finished it off, but then it was so good and so popular that they brought it back for two more shorter seasons, which was, like, a a little longer than one normal season uh, overall, because the seasons were shorter. But, uh, it's interesting, because the first ending of the show is perfectly good as an ending of the show, so, uh, it's hard to know which is better, because... You
1: know. uh, the first ending's better. I choose to believe that they never made the second ending.
0: Even though he's never watched it and has no uh, way to say that confidently. But he says it confidently anyway, even with no reason to.
1: They wrapped up the show, and then they decided that they didn't wrap it up.
0: Yeah, it's but awful. it's still good. It's still good, Mostly. Although, but this is not about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But if you haven't watched Agents of, Sh- Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, it's really good. Especially, I think, 3, 4, and 5 are, like, the peak of the show. But 1 and 2 and 6 and 7 are really are really good also. But, like, the center of the show is when it's best.
1: Well, anyway, we're gonna, uh, just, like... The way we're gonna talk about this is we're gonna...
0: Go through the plot of this holiday special. Okay, so we see that Yondu basically is really angry about uh Christmas. He's He's, like... I'm not going to I'm not going to try again. I can hear it. I can hear it in my mind so clearly.
1: I can hear it and I can't do it.
0: Okay. But he gets angry, he kicks the tree, um and he's like, you know, no Christmas here. And uh so Craglin tells this story because he was of course there to Mantis and Drax and maybe Rockets there, too. But anyway, Mantis and Drax are the ones who are like, we gotta yeah, do something. Uh,
1: Mantis, Drax, and Nebula.
0: Mantis, Drax, and Nebula. Okay, but Nebula... Nebula doesn't care that much. Uh, but Mantis and Drax are going to do something to help Drax Peter Quill have a good Christmas. Especially especially Mantis, because we get the reveal at the beginning of this. Also, this is obviously... We're getting into spoiler territory here, so... um.
1: Oh yeah, spoilers. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, spoiler territory spoilers for we, the
1: thing we're gonna be talking about.
0: Yeah. Uh, if if you don't want, I mean, I just recommend watching it. It's pretty good. Uh, pretty fun. So yeah. But yes, of course, spoilers.
1: I thought it was weird how much like plot development for like the
0: for Guardians of Guardians the Galaxy. Of
1: the 3. Galaxy. Yeah, because we also I, find out they. Bought I thought it nowhere. was also weird
0: how how the plot development was kind of like, it happened in between. It was implied. Like, they, yeah, them buying nowhere, uh, Mantis being uh, Quill's sister. I guess she may have known that for a long time, but, like, she's she, the, she and Drax are talking about it like they've already talked about it before. We don't see that first conversation, right? Which is an interesting choice. It kind of skips us ahead a little bit, which is always a little bit weird, but I think it works
1: fine-ish. Yeah, it's fine. Well, I thought he was pretty good.
0: Um, but Mantis wants to do something for Peter for Christmas. Uh, so they are going to go and kidnap Kevin Bacon. Uh, meanwhile, also at the beginning Drax of the Drax has show, a great
1: idea that who is... Uh, what is Peter, Peter's favorite thing in the universe? Kevin Bacon. Yep.
0: So, uh, well, they Kevin... don't actually... They don't know who Kevin Bacon is. They think he's like the king of Earth or something, right? What do they
1: think? They're like, do you think... Kevin Bacon is the ruler of Earth, or just like some. I don't. I don't know exactly what they say, but they clearly have no idea what they're talking yeah. about.
0: Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, we get this amazing song about all the all the uh, way that information about Christmas has uh, spread from Peter, not directly, but uh, through many people, until it eventually has ended up uh, in the hands of a band. Uh, who have created this amazing song about like all their misconceptions about Christmas? It's so good,
1: best Christmas Carol ever.
0: I wouldn't go that far, but it's it's a really it's really good. I definitely have listened to it a lot. Uh, this is, of course, I don't know what Christmas is (parentheses), but Christmas time is here (close parentheses).
1: You say, of course, but why is it of course? It's what do you mean? Like I don't know. You're like this is of course. I'm Some just saying, might like not know that.
0: Sure, but it's like, I mean, if you're wondering what song we're referring to, I'm saying, well, we're talking about that one. If you watched it, you probably know, but, which is why I'm saying, of course, but I'm just clarifying which song we're talking about because there's also another song at the end, which is not as memorable. But this is just super fun. Um, and I just love, I love Confused Peter Quill and just being like, what? What? No! But like, he's not like, I don't know, he's a, he's like a lot more, uh, he's he peter has like a whole different energy to him in this don't you think
1: henry keeps saying that and i did not notice that at all he feels like the same person
0: i think peter feels completely different like he's taken on the role of kind of uh you know um being the person who's not An idiot, necessarily. Like, I think previously that was mostly Gamora, and I guess now that Gamora's gone, he's kind of taken on that role. Like, he's like, no, you can't just kidnap Kevin Bacon, right?
1: He would have said that anyway. Yeah. Gamora would have been fine with it.
0: I mean, that's... Yeah, it's also just because, like, he's from Earth, so he knows that you can't do that, but...
1: He understands that you can't human traffic.
0: Yes, but... That's not not
1: being an idiot. That's having common sense.
0: Yes, but... He's also less, he's less joking around, uh, less, you know, reckless in this, at least what we see of him.
1: We don't really see that much.
0: But he's, like, not really, I don't know, he's, I mean, presumably that's kind of like he's, he's sad about Gamora being gone, right? And he's now also taken on the new responsibility of owning nowhere, and I feel like it's pretty clear, like, if you pay attention, it's pretty clear how that comes together to kind of change The way he acts in this. Which I I really like the way they did that. I think it makes a lot of sense. And Finn doesn't seem to be able to see it. But I think that was one of the most noticeable things about the characters in this. Is how different Peter is.
1: Well, you're wrong.
0: Why do you say I'm wrong? I'm right. (laughs) Are you? Does Peter ever make a joke?
1: Is Peter in this for like five minutes?
0: Okay, anyway. So Mantis and Drax go off to Earth. Uh, This is the first time we've seen,
1: well, no, I guess
0: it's not necessarily the first time we've seen any Guardians of the Galaxy on Earth, but it's the first time we've seen, well, I mean, I guess we've seen them all on Earth in the endgame battle, but it's the first time we've seen them just, like, kind of casually interacting with Earth.
1: Well, because Drax and Mantis weren't, they got blipped out, so they were, like, there for, like, two seconds during a battle. Like, Rocket spent a lot of time there.
0: Rocket spent a lot of time there. Um, yeah, Groot was there during the first battle, so he got two battles on Earth.
1: And so did Rocket.
0: And Yeah, Nebula also obviously spent a lot of time on Earth as well. Um, but the other ones uh, just got a little brief time on Earth after the... Like, we don't actually know how long they spent because we see them later, you know, preparing to leave and Thor is coming along. We don't know how long they spent in between that. But this is the first time seeing... Uh, these particular characters interacting with Earth.
1: I mean, but it's clear that Drax and Mantis haven't spent very much time there.
0: Cause... It's pretty clear, yeah. And it's a bit weird having the Guardians, who are, like, so not Earth characters, being on Earth. But it's also kind of fun. But, yeah, then they, they do cause a lot of trouble, and it's... I think they maybe take this a little too far with the kidnapping Kevin Bacon and having like Mantis change his emotions and everything. Like, this was what the worst I part of the movie? Yeah,
1: I mean, not the movie. It's not really a movie.
0: Yeah, but what I've said is like, look, it's fun, but then they don't just play it for laughs. They're also like, this is actually terrible what you're doing to him. So it's like, if you're pointing out how terrible it is. Then, why well, do it in the first place? Because then it loses all its funniness, and this is supposed to be fun, in my opinion.
1: It didn't really point out how terrible it was.
0: I mean, what, when, when, when they bring him in and he's in a box, and Quill comes out and it's like, uh-oh, and you're like, this is really bad, they put him in a box.
1: Well, yeah, but that was at the end.
0: Yeah, but that's later, but still. Like, that, it, it... Anyway, it was weird. I, 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 I enjoyed the, we had some fun with Mantis and Drax on Earth... We, they have some um, shenanigans, right? But I'm not... Oh, oh, I do really like their back and forth about the little man. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Drax is like, oh, you have your little man. And then she's like, this, does this look like a man to you? <laughs> Which is just so good. That's my favorite part about this whole thing. Um, about the whole Earth section, at least.
1: Like, it was fun, but it didn't. wasn't the most fun.
0: Yeah, but i don't have too many i I don't have too much of a problem with it like it didn't super work for me
1: it it was weird because like the whole time during this section of the movie mantis and drax were just like yelling at each other
0: yeah they they weren't
1: really getting along that was that was the worst part because i wanted like i don't know
0: yeah but anyway, then we get back to they get back with Kevin Bacon after uh, manipulating his emotions multiple times, making him I don't know what pretend not to be an actor or something, so that they don't have to deal with him being an actor. Uh,
1: no, pretend because they find out that he didn't actually do all those stuff. Yeah, and they yeah. think
0: they think Quill thinks he did. They think Quill doesn't know he's an actor, right? Um. A- anyway, uh, they bring him in in a box and, like, the Quill comes out, they're like, oh, it's this great Christmas moment, and he's like, oh, you did this for me, and then he realizes, like, wait, there's, the box is shaking, and it's like, uh-oh, and this is when it's really like, yeah, this isn't very funny, this is, like, uncomfortable, uh, and then he gets Kevin Bacon out of the box and is basically, like, send him home. And then the what ha- I think... Kevin Bacon is like, you know, maybe I'll help out these people. And he comes back and, like, sings a song and everything. And it's all happy at the end, which just feels very sudden. Like, he got kidnapped and his emotions were manipulated. And then they unmanipulate his emotions and and he gets freaked out and he runs away. But then he's like, you know what? I'm going to help these people. It, like, doesn't really make sense, I don't think. I want it to, but I just can't. It doesn't make sense. Do you agree?
1: Well, I mean, it doesn't. No, it, it doesn't.
0: Yeah, but... The, I mean, the whole Kevin Bacon thing, when, like, I th- I saw it in the trailer, I was like, oh, this is gonna be so funny, and I think that's actually kind of the worst part of this. I mean, definitely, it's the worst part. Like, the idea of it, it, like, oh, we're gonna go kidnap Kevin Bacon for Peter as a Christmas present, is, like, super funny, but then it, like, was played as, like, not funny. They didn't play it for laughs. They, I mean, they kind of did, but I just keep coming back to, like, but it was also, like, cruelty you know so uh i don't know but what uh they all get like gifts at the end which is super fun i i don't remember what in particular the gifts were do you remember that
1: didn't group give out like sculptures of like or like plants or something that like yeah people
0: yeah i think so right they were like little little things i don't know what to call them but um yeah that
1: yeah so yeah.
0: And of course, uh, the big, I think the big, uh, this part actually I think works for me, which is, uh, Mantis goes and talks to Quill and is basically like, you know, I wanted to give you a good present, uh, because I'm your sister, but, like, I didn't want you to know so you wouldn't be reminded of Ego whenever you see me, and he's like, oh, that's the best present I could get, and it's, like, very touching and nice. Uh, I like that, yeah, it's very good. What do you think of that? I agree. Uh and it's I think nice. I'm excited to see where this goes in the movie with uh them being siblings. Uh this was not what I had expected, but it's interesting and it's going to be fun. Also we we get a little a little touch of uh Cosmo who's a new character who just like shows up again uh developing the character in between. I mean developing the story in between uh in between the actual stuff that we see. So it's like Nowhere's Bought, Cosmo's joined them, Mantis' quill sister, um... There was something else, right?
1: Uh, no.
0: No? That's it? Well, anyway, they, they, they did a lot in between the, the things. It's, it's, a lot has changed. We don't, we don't get a lot of Cosmo, but I guess we'll get more of her in the movie, I assume? I'm not... I don't know about Cosmo. She's fine. I haven't gotten enough of her to be like, oh, I like this character, but...
1: We got, like, one scene.
0: Yeah. Um, and... Oh, and we see, uh, Groot has aged up again. Uh, he's... He's still dancing around to, uh, the music and stuff. Just like he did when he was a, a wee little twig. And, yeah, this wasn't my favorite thing. I kind of had higher expectations for it than I actually got. But I'm still super excited for the the movie. And I still, I think, you know, now that I don't have, my expectations won't be of something that it's not, I think watching it again, maybe next year and future Christmases... I might be happier with it just knowing what I'm going to be getting instead of expecting to get something that I'm not going to. So, yeah, that's what I think.
1: I think this was the greatest Christmas movie of all time.
0: Yeah, 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 you said that.
1: Best thing in Phase 4 yet.
0: I don't know. She-Hulk was really good.
1: Wait, is it even in Phase 4?
0: I I actually am not sure. I think it is. Yeah, I mean, this is not the start of Phase 5, so it has to be in Phase 4. Uh, But She-Hulk was really good, Moon Knight was really good, Loki, don't forget about Loki. Um,
1: Yeah, they're all good, but they don't have quite the Guardians.
0: Eternals.
1: Everyone hated it.
0: Yeah, that doesn't mean it was actually bad, that just means everyone hated it. Everyone hated Secret Wars 2, and Secret Wars 2 was so fun because I read it without being like, oh, this is going to be the story to blow me away, to be as good as the previous Secret Wars. I was just like, oh, we kind of have this Beyonder guy, he's just popping between different comics every once in a while, he'll show up and it'll be like, oh yeah, he's around. And it's just fun, you know? Like, I wasn't just trying to read it straight through just for the Secret Wars 2, I was just reading it in conjunction with reading all the Marvel comics, which I think works a lot better. But this is not about Secret Wars 2, but I think people need to give Secret Wars 2 more of a chance. Just, like, read straight through every comic on Marvel Unlimited in that time period, and, you know, I think Secret Wars 2 is fun, because it just, like, kind of, is a little added element of, uh, interconnectedness between all the stories. And I'm sorry if you disagree with me so strongly that you have to quit this podcast. I understand.
1: Look, I've never read it. I just don't think Eternals was that good.
0: But if, other, if people who are listening, if the listeners disagree with me so strongly, they have to unsubscribe, unfollow, delete all the episodes, you know, go back in time and stop themselves from ever listening. I understand. You do what you have to. No, you don't. Anyway, this has been fun. I am looking forward to watching the special again. I might watch it again, maybe during this Christmas season, if I have time, or probably definitely during the next Christmas season. And I'm really looking forward to the movie. I'm looking forward to getting more Rocket, who we didn't get a lot of in this. Oh, we didn't mention also at the end, we get kind of the wrap-up of that, uh, the animation thing, right? And we find out that the first thing uh this this moment i also really love this is like one of my favorite things about this we get the uh yondu he goes in and he finds his present that uh peter was going to give him and he opens it up and it's like one of those little things and i think the idea is this is like the first one right
1: no i think the idea is is to add to his collection
0: well, I don't know, but I i mean, I think I, I prefer to think of it as the first one. Uh, someone, I think, I think our mom said that it was the first one, and I was like, oh yeah, i that's a good interpretation of that. I like that, uh, which I think is what it's supposed to be. But anyway, that, uh, I think that bit of information is very nice, um, and it adds to the, it, ad- it retroactively adds to the previous movies, because it, it adds even more meaning to that moment, like, when he opens up the ball and uh, or the orb or whatever it's called, and, it, and he doesn't see the Infinity Stone, but he just sees the little thing, and it's just like that's a really nice moment, you know. Uh, it it's like I I don't know. I really like that. It's too bad they killed him.
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> like they're trying. It's like at this point, it's like that's probably just like so they can get him back in the thing.
0: Yeah, even though they they made him animated though, but uh, it still is a. Uh, fun to have a little more yandu, um yeah so um i think that's about it any final thoughts i want to take that as a no <laughs> um so of course you can contact us at infinite issues at tunklecasts.com and get information at tunklecasts.com slash infinite speaking of uh Tunklecasts. We have two new podcasts which are going to be uh, soon available to uh, to subscribe to, and the first full episodes, the first official episodes, uh, not counting any trailers or stuff we might do before then, the, the first official episodes will be out on New Year's Day to start off a new year with two new podcasts. These are, of course, the National Basketball Podcast, a podcast about the NBA with Finn and David um, and Aimless Arcade which is a video game podcast with me and Finn and David. So uh, if you're interested, we have both of those for anyone who's interested. So, uh, Thanks for listening and uh, thank you for joining me, Finnegan. You're welcome. That, of course, who you just heard was Finnegan Krieger-Kirkman and I am Henry Krieger-Kirkman and stay infinite.